Sin Media acknowledges and pays respect to the people of the Woiwurrung and Boonwurrung language groups of the Eastern Kulin Nations, on whose unceded lands the Sin Studio stand. Sin extends this respect to the traditional custodians and people of the lands and waters our content reaches. It always was, and always will be, Aboriginal land. My name is Noda Costa and we're here on Soul Food Sin. We've got a very special next next few minutes coming up. Uh, we're going to be chatting with the one and the only Wild Gloriosa. Um, I'm not sure if she's online right now. Um, yeah, absolutely. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for joining us today. How are you? Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm really well. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. It's, it's a lot warmer than, than I expected today. So I've been, <laughs> I've been caught off guard by that. I'm not sure how it is in um, in Geelong. But um, yeah, how, how, is, how is the weather in Geelong at the moment, actually? It's actually quite nice. I'm laying in the sun right now. It feels amazing. Yeah. But uh, then the clouds come over and I'm like, ah, oh, it's cold again, like freezing. Classic, classic, <laughs> classic. I guess yeah. Geelong isn't too far from Melbourne after all. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, first of all, again, I want to thank you for, for taking your time to, to, to come on here. I'm really excited to kind of chat about about a bit about you and, and your upcoming single, which is coming out um, in October. But the first thing yeah. I want to ask is, um, what led you to Neo Soul? Um, because and I, I've, neo soul is one of my favorite genres. Like I mean, I do love R and B, but neo soul particularly is is, is is a pocket that I absolutely love. And I find that there aren't a massive amount of artists that are uh, as committed to the neo soul uh, sound as you, even though you do have variation. How did you get there? What's what? Where did that start for you? Oh, honestly, I started with like old school soul, just growing up listening to old school soul artists for ages before I even knew what neo soul was. I think I was like maybe 21 when I started discovering neo soul artists and I was like, oh my God, this is where the progression has taken us. Mm. And it's dope. Like it's amazing. And uh, like my favorite uh, artist is always going to be Bill Withers. Like he's one of my biggest inspirations. Mm for songwriting and for music. So what I'm trying to do is like kind of mix both of those elements of like old school soul and neo soul. But like neo soul in the last few years has definitely taken reign in my music. Just like the harmonies mm. and the arrangements and instrumentation that goes around it just flows so well. And I'm so intrigued by all of it. And I just want to make music like that, to be honest. Mm, mm. Yeah, like discovering Erica Badu was like the best <laughs> thing that ever happened to me. I was like, holy, oh my goodness. Like, yeah, it was incredible. Oh, I'll tell you what, Erica, and Erica is, is timeless. Like, it's That album has not aged a day since it came out. It still sounds revolutionary. Um, I know. And it was like back then as well, like she was making that, like, it's just amazing, like how, like her discography over the years as well. Mm, absolutely, absolutely. No, she's one of the best to see her live one day, one day. But I'm um, actually kind of on that. I want to ask, like, I mean, you you mentioned some of your influences. Like, when you mention some of your favorites, like, what is it about? What is it about? You kind of touched on it already, but what is it about some of your favorite influences um, that's uh, that you resonate with the most on a musical level like what is it when you hear and you're like okay that's something that how do i do that how do i bring that in because for some people it might be the vocals for some people it might be the arrangement for some people it might be the overall sound the image what is it about what is it about that that makes you go oh this is something that i want to i wanted to kind of learn from in my own artistry yeah okay i got my top three artists i got bill withers leanne lahabas and eric Bader. let's start oh. with bill withers right so Bill Withers, his ability to tell a story and songwrite 
is just so incredible. And the way that he makes people feel moved just through his music is just like such a timeless thing. Like when you hear a song like I Can't Write Left-Handed, that's one of my favorite songs by him, just the way that he tells the story, especially the live rendition of it. Mm. Man, I just feel like I'm taken back to that theater. I feel like I'm there while he's telling the story. I can tell everything that he's saying is like, like actually happening and and like the song that he created it was just like oh it's, it's just amazing and i just want that in my own music i want to be able to like tell stories like that and make people feel moved in the same way mm. uh just through like either like instrumental movements or also through the songwriting it just seems like it just pulls out of his soul and i kind of want that Absolutely. um in my music as well Absolutely. Um, well, I mean, from what I've heard, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely hearing that as well. Let's hear about Leanne Le Havis because that's one of my favorites. Something, uh, something awoke in me when you said, uh, well, I mean, I've already been awake, but you've all, they're all great. But Leanne Le Havis, one of my all-time favorites. What makes you pick Leanne? Oh, she's so good. I wanted, I, I saw her when I, I went to a Coldplay concert when I was 17. Oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna regret the fact that I was definitely like the biggest Coldplay fan. But I like she was opening for Coldplay in Melbourne when I went um, and I was just so blown away by her. Just not not just her incredible, incredible voice, but like just her as a person mm. um, and the just her character. And she was just so joyful and radiant. And I thought that was amazing. And I think like my favorite type of musicians are people who are just truly just their music is just so like uh, obviously a reflection of themselves oh yes, um, yes, yes. and Liam Le Havis is definitely that type of artist and um, I remember listening to one of her part like she was in a podcast and she was talking about her type of songwriting because I also really enjoy her style of songwriting mm, mm. especially her guitar parts and like instrumentation like where she takes her vocal notes is incredible every like, time yeah it just uh, it's so good and I, oh my god! I don't even know what I was saying before this. I just like got so distracted by by her singing. But um, yeah, what was I actually saying? I don't actually remember. Um, we're talking about kind of like what is it um you hear um that kind of makes you want to be like uh you know oh that's something that I want to bring uh, to my thing. And yeah, you were saying yeah, that yeah. is how how much her music is a reflection of her and her soul. Yes, and in her songwriting, she said that she doesn't really claim herself as a neo-soul artist and people just have kind of like put that label on her, mm. which I found so interesting. I was like, wow, like you just think, yeah, I mean like up to her core, like she knows that she's, she's a songwriter and she's not like defined by any labels. And that's how, that seems so freeing, I think, mm. because a lot of people think of her as neo-soul. And so that reminds me that yes, I would love, I will, I think I'll always be a soul artist. It just like to my core is, just what feels natural, what feels right. Um, but also not to be too defined by labels, you yeah, know? Yeah. And I, I love that because then you can hear in her, like her self-titled album that she's just making music that she really loves and resonates with. And I think that's so awesome. It's so respectable. Like it's what I want to be doing, you know? So, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've, I've definitely shed many a tear to that self-titled album in particular. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. great. It's great. Um, and last, you mentioned um, Erica as an influence. What is it about Erica that kind of you take into, or that you've kind of that's kind of helped influence and shape your sound? Just her songs make me do like the stank face. You know the stank face. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah like every time, every time. 
the way that she can just reach into your soul and make you feel so good with her music. And also, I've just observed that mo- like most of her hit songs that are like not too like I'm sure that they're musically technically like really difficult, but they're just like kind of repeated uh, chord progressions. Mm. And like beats and like what makes it is her style of singing and the way that she's singing these notes and saying these words. And uh, I just, I I think that's so cool because I think sometimes I focus really hard on like, oh, what is like, what's going to be a really cool chord progression to make here? Or like, what's going to be like, like that musicians are going to think are really cool. And I'm like, man, that doesn't even matter. Like, does it sound like, do you like the sound? Does it make you feel good? I always I, I tend to forget about that sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. is this actually making me feel good? Like, does it matter that it's an easy chord progression if it sounds amazing? Like, does it have to be technically like like a really high musical standard? I don't know if that makes sense, but no, it absolutely makes sense. Yeah, I think um and and the cool thing about Erica as well is just uh, how obviously she's our own independent artist with a, with um uh, incredible sound and vision, but the collaborators she was um working with at the time as well to be able to pull that together and i kind of want to ask a little bit about your collaborators because um for those who aren't aware you're a part of um you're a part of a soul pop four piece called um jothi um, which is really dope and i feel like um I'm, I'm a big fan of of i'm a big fan of collaborative groups i feel like um there's a little bit of a, i don't want to say a void but i think that i think it, when when really dope musicians get together and come together um and and, and join under a joint identity that's really cool so can you tell us a little about a little bit about Jothi, how that came together, where the name comes from, and 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 just yeah, what's the story behind that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Jothi started when uh, a couple of us, like a couple of us in the band, went to uh, uni together, and my guitarist Denny was like, "Hey, do you want to like start a start a thing?" And I was like, "Yeah, all right." <laughs> nice. And then we just like kept adding people on, and we 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 have had over the years like a couple of. Um, members come and go but now we call it our core four which is like Zach on bass, Leif on the drums, me on vocals and keys and um, Danny on guitar and we go well we just like got together and just started playing gigs more regularly and it started off as me and Danny kind of writing together and then just me churning out like songs and then we develop it over time and then now after a couple of years we've decided like just fully start to be like collaborating and um, uh, like all of us equally kind of um, contributing to the songwriting process, mm. which I think is awesome because actually all of us have incredibly different music taste. Like <laughs> it's so different. And the way that we come together and, ma- and create these songs, it's just pretty cool. Like I think because of my voice um, and the earlier songs that we, like I created, it's uh, driven by soul for sure. And I think that I I wouldn't ever be able to like change my voice into anything that's not soulful. But um, the fact that they have such different influences makes our genre so interesting because mm. um, it's not like classically soul, but like it's soulful, you know. <laughs> mm, mm. Um, yeah, and like we go away on these riding trips, um, and we like book an Airbnb like every year or every six months oh, just so that we can hang for like a couple of days. And it's usually in like a really rural area where there's not a lot of things going on or there's just not much happening so that we can just like lock ourselves in the house pretty much and just hang out and really relax and enjoy ourselves and catch up and then like write a bunch of songs. We usually don't put too much pressure on ourselves to write but then we end up like writing five six songs that's amazing um 
Yeah, which like happened to us in our last getaway. It was in the, like some rural ass area. I don't even actually remember <laughs> what it was called, but it was like 30 minutes outside of Geelong. Nice, um, nice. Well, shout out to rural ass area <laughs> <laughs> for being creative. Yeah. And you know, I'll tell you what as well. Like, um, it definitely that creative freedom and kind of lack of pressure you put on yourselves, as well as that cohesion you kind of you're, you're, you're describing, really shows in the music. Yeah, it, I, I think um, that's just I think it's really dope when um when that whole because I was talking to another artist um. Just, just, just like a, a chat around and, and they were saying that he does the same thing with with his friends and oh no it's just there's such a power i think i've noticed i've been beginning to notice a difference between artists who actually kind of take that time to write versus those mm-hmm. who kind of write along i mean both are relevant and i think both can happen at the same time but something about that time away with people who are sharing the same mindset and locking in is really powerful yeah absolutely i agree i think i think it works the best mm. having that time like the mindfulness that comes into it i think and the intention, especially, um, is pretty awesome. I've definitely been in spaces, like in my solo kind of project, where I've like had to just churn out a couple of songs to like <laughs> get a set going, you know. Mm. And I find that I don't really connect with those songs as much as I do then when I have an intention bef- behind trying to get some songs out. Um, absolutely, yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's, it's that kind of room to breathe and let things grow naturally rather than trying to force it out I really yeah that. yeah we actually have um we actually have a recording coming up and we got to chat um with um one of our hosts marzi who's not in at the moment um talking a little bit about uh, your creative process and it's a question that uh it's, it's such a good question i wish i'd asked it but i'm really keen to hear hear how that little chat with marzi we're going to quickly throw to that and then we'll come back up to talk about a bit about your upcoming debut single which i'm really excited for hey guys i hope you're all having a brilliant time at soul food on sin uh, my name is Marzi. Usually you hear me on the airwaves themselves, but right now I'm probably being played out of somebody's phone, which is fun because I'm having my first band rehearsal as a solo artist since 2019, which is, is great. But in any case, I know that we have Wild Gloriosa in the studio today. A momentous occasion. I was really looking forward to interviewing, but unfortunately um, our schedules didn't quite match up. But I do have a question for... Uh, Wild Gloriosa for Gloria. Um, I'd love to hear how your transition was from playing with Jothy to playing as a solo artist and what that process was like for you. Anyway, hope you guys are having a good day. Mm, Yeah, okay. So I think when I created this solo project, it wasn't called Wild Gloriosa at the start. Um, Actually, before I say that, Jothy's my middle name. That's how the the oh, band name came about um, because it did start as like me but then it turned into like a collaborative thing which I think is like kind of bloomed really beautifully mm. um, but when I did decide to do like a solo solo project I was just focusing on uh, specifically a soul sound because we were kind of moving away from soul and into a more like um, kind of soul as an essence of our band but not like the main thing yep um, and so I kind of, because I just love soul so much and neo soul, like I wanted to make a project that, uh, emulated that pretty, pretty well. And also, a, a space for me to just be open in myself. I think while Gloriosa, I want it to be an extension of who I am mm. and my soul. Um, and I feel like, yeah, it just is important for me to radiate the essence of who I am in my songs and in the way that I present myself as well. So I guess that's like the main difference between the collaborative and the 
a solo project in terms of who I am able to work with. I think it's so much broader, you know, obviously being a solo project, I can just kind of work with whoever I want. Um, and I actually have Zach who plays bass in Jody. He is um, my guitarist in <laughs> um, my solo project amazing, because amazing. he's actually, a, he's, a, he's a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, musician and um, instrumentalist and guitars is actually like actually his first uh, instrument. Um, yeah, it's I, I find uh, a lot of freedom and uh, intrigue when it comes to being able to work with different people. I'm like, mm. uh, because I'm actually quite shy and kind of introverted sometimes, I find it difficult to approach people to work with them. And I'm very scared of the prospect of awkward silences. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like kind of limiting myself there. But I've been pushing myself to work with people and kind of having little songwriting sessions and seeing where it takes us and it's been really fruitful i think it's been really helpful that's incredible that's incredible it's it's funny hearing you say you seem shy and introverted because because kind of from this interview like you seem just like super just super outgoing and 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 you know it's like sunshiny and everything like that so ah that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> thanks <laughs> yeah i think i'm like uh 70 introvert and like 30 percent extrovert which is i think is like a good balance <laughs> okay nice 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 so we're getting it seems we're getting the 30 percent today um yeah <laughs> Nice, nice. Not that the seventy percent would would be provide a bad interview either. No, that's great. That's great. And so, I mean, with so, I mean, with with that, like, what obviously we can't play it yet. Unfortunately, unfortunately, we have to tease the audience. But uh, what uh, what can we expect from your debut single, Joy? I'm really excited. Ah, uh, so I I'm so excited too. It feels like such a a, a big deal. Uh, it's been a really really difficult year and. Um, this song is like my favorite song that I've ever written, actually. Wow. And it's literally just about uh, enjoying life and like the small pleasures of life. And just like I want when I um, when I when the song comes out and people hear it, I want them to just feel bliss and relaxed. And um, I think I I think I've been able to capture that um, with with the instrumentation and with the harmonies and with the flow of the song, um, it feels like a long time coming, honestly. And I'm very nervous. I don't know why, because I've released music before, but I guess this being like my solo project is a little more, I just feel very vulnerable, I think, because mm. it is truly like an extension of who I am and kind of opening that to the world for people to listen to and is, is, a, is a big thing, I think. Mm, mm. Um, but yeah, I'm so I'm so excited. I started writing the song when I was living in Melbourne. I did do I did do a little stint in Melbourne, you know, <laughs> a, a whole year in Brunswick. Yeah, it's uh, honestly to be fair, it is a quite nice area. I lived super close to A1 Bakery, like it was oh, great. Fantastic. I was living the life really close to Sydney Road, and I was, I look, I was really anxious. I was very anxious, so I was writing the song about what I would think someone who was filled with anxiety would want to listen to and just feel really relaxed afterwards mm. like because that's kind of how i feel after i listen to erica badu like i feel zen mm. i feel chill mm. um and i feel content i think i think i want someone to listen to that and feel content you know mm. so yeah 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 very excited for it that's, that makes you think of one mini question before I hop to the final question. And, and that one is, um, I mean, w with your writing process, because that's I just found that yeah. really interesting. Is it, so is it more, um, is it more of a, a reflection of where you want to be or is it, or is it more therapeutic, like, like more journalistic in your, in your style? Ooh, I reckon it's journalistic because I feel like everyone knows my business because of the songs <laughs> I'm writing. <laughs> Honestly, because, you know, I, 
it is who I am. So I, I find I only really write about like songs that I've about like stuff that's going on with me right now or like things that I want to talk about, like kindness and, and, and like things like joy, you know, mm. that I want to, I want people to listen to and to take in like the words. I just think kindness and joy are such, such, such important, like core life values to have. Mm, and um, like being able to spread that through music is pretty awesome. Pretty dope to be honest. 100%. And, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think like with my intention in songwriting, definitely uh, it just happens to be that I'm just like spilling my life out. <laughs> <laughs> but I think some of the best art kind of happens in that way. Like Leanne Lahavas definitely does the same thing. Um, sure. And yeah, yeah. I think, um, and it's it's very important, especially as, you know, for for just I think your uh, you know. Yeah, and a musical identity and a sonic identity it's important for it to be connected so if, if you're singing about joy then it should be from you not just you think about it as a disembodied um concept mm. you know and so um yeah and, and i guess on that we've gone to the final question which is a shame because it's you know it's been a real joy to talk to you as well um no, <laughs> but um where can people find you online uh, when it drops all right well yes okay so my instagram is wild gloriosa very easy uh gloriosa is a, fa- a, f- a flower um from Tamil Nadu, which is like where my ancestry is from, because oh, I'm amazing. Tamil, South Indian, um, and like my name is Gloria, so it's like dope. <laughs> it's cool. That's wow. Um, that's, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, you can find me there on Facebook as well, while Gloriosa, um, and that's kind of mainly where I'm going to be announcing all of my uh, releases for my single launch as well for the gig that's happening, which I haven't really told anyone yet, but like I guess you guys know now. Very exciting. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm super excited for that. I can't wait. I can't wait. Well, thank you so much for your time, um, Gloria. I really appreciate it. And um, yeah, gosh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to this single. I hope that uh, I hope we get to catch you in Melbourne for performance at some point before the year's end. Amazing. This podcast is brought to you by Sin Media.